what an honor it is to be here in this beautiful and sacred space to share as we bring our congregations together to be with these incredible musicians, to be with my dear friend and colleague, Dean LaRude, and with my life partner and pulpit partner, Cantor Kahana, to share in this ideal of remembrance, what it is to have been in this time of darkness as we have been for close to two years. A darkness that is not gone, but I think we dare to believe that perhaps there is some light that is coming. We did that once before, it didn't turn out well, but <laughs> we're making it. And especially as we see our youngest children being vaccinated now and seeing that we are all together partners in taking care of our community, working together to keep our community safe and healthy. There is light. But remembrance is our requirement, it's our obligation, it's our mission. We have to hold on and remember what this time is and make the world we are rebuilding, the light that the world that will see light, a different kind of world. So much inequity that has been exposed, so much darkness in so many people's souls, so much polarization. Wherever can we possibly find healing? Dare we believe that healing will come? I want to take a moment to think about the reading from the prophet that we had just a little while ago. From the prophet Ezekiel, his name, Yechazkel, means God strengthens. Yechazkel was a priest in the ancient temple in Jerusalem, and he saw his beloved temple destroyed. And he himself, along with thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, were taken to exile in Babylonia. And there he was silent, or at least the record of him is silent for two decades. And then Yechazkel saw a vision described in part in what we read a little while ago. In that vision, he was transported back to his beloved temple and there saw a strange figure glowing man who took him around and showed him the exact measurements of the temple. And God told him that there would be a return to Jerusalem. The dark times of exile would come to an end. And what we read 
this beautiful description of a river that flowed. If we went backwards a little bit in the book of Ezekiel, we would know that that river had its source from beneath the temple itself. From underneath the altar, a small gurgling came forth, and the water made a tiny stream. And as Ezekiel followed it along in his vision, the stream became greater and greater and greater and mightier to the point that he couldn't walk through it. It was too much to take. That stream that came from the temple, as we read, was a water that refurbished, that replenished. Those of us who have spent time in the desert, across from the Dead Sea, leading into the Arava, the desert that takes us all the way down from the Dead Sea to the Red Sea. No, many of us have visited the spring of Engedi, clearly the source of Ezekiel's description. Because those waters come up out of the ground and there is a beautiful oasis right there in the desert. And not just in the desert, but right beside the Dead Sea, filled with salt to such concentration that nothing can live in it. A big area, vast area, in which there is no life. And it must have been how Ezekiel felt in his soul that life had been taken away. In exile, there was only darkness. But he describes this water coming forth as we read. The water, he told me, runs out to the eastern region, flows into the Arava when it comes to the sea, into the sea of foul waters. The water will become wholesome, also translated as fresh, also translated as pure. But the word that is used to describe these waters, the nirpe'u, comes from the word for healing these waters flowing from the source of religious identity, flowing from the source of God's presence, heals even the most difficult, the salty, the place where life cannot exist becomes a fisherman's paradise in his telling. We have all seen darkness. We have seen so much division among us in our nation. So much polarization, anger, hatred, animosity. Deep fights over vaccines and mandates and masks and other means of public health trying to bring healing 
into this world. A pandemic that is not just an illness of a few, not in one place, a worldwide pandemic. As we know, over five million have been killed around the world by this disease. There is much darkness. As we experienced in the dark times of the Shoah, the darkest times in the Jewish history, as we have known from our times of exile, there comes light. There comes hope. There comes healing. Whether our tragedies are national, whether our tragedies are personal, they are no less felt. We all need these waters of healing flowing from the temple, washing us, healing us. May we, together in faith, in confidence, in hope, move from darkness into the light, move from pain to healing. Kenihiratson, may it be God's will, we say. Amen.